They, they got demons in them. How about the Mexicans? Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Demons, they don't pick color. They don't pick race. Does that Mexican have one? If you one? commit a sin, you open a door, they're going to jump on you. So you too. Me, I have a demon too? Oh, yeah. Ooh, is it a good demon or a bad? Make eye contact with me right now. Welcome to the Father Stage. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. The Father Stage is on Patreon. So click the Patreon link in the description to support our work. Thank you in advance. I have with me Brother Carlos Oliveira. Carlos is an exorcist and Christian motivational speaker. Thank you for coming on. Are you a priest or a Christian? I'm a born again believer in Christ Jesus. You know, I got saved in 1989. And then right after that, I joined a church and started working and, and learning about deliverance. And then I found out that I had a lot of demons in me, and I needed to find a way to get them out. Right. So uh, I'm a Christian exorcist, you know, uh, but also deliverance minister. That's what's more commonly said in, in, among Christians, oh, okay. deliverance minister. Right on. Yeah. And so you and I were talking just before the break. You're not a Hispanic. You're not a Mexican. You're Brazilian. Brazilian, yeah, Portuguese descendant. And so do the Mexicans in this country mistake you for a Mexican? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Really? I speak Spanish too. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. And so when they mistake you for a Mexican, what do they say? I'm sorry? No. They, <laughs> we just have some talk and fun and... Eat burritos and together. Eat burritos? Yeah, together. And That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, how did you become a priest uh, or exorcist? You're walking down the road, and what happened? Well, <clears throat> since I, you know, I got saved, as I said, in 1989, and then pretty soon I found out that I had some stuff in me that didn't look good, didn't look right. Right. You know, in many cases, I felt like, you know, there were compulsive thinking in my head that were not mine. Yeah. And then pretty soon, I started learning from the Word of God that uh, evil spirits were real. And then I remember that, uh, you know, back in 1989 still. So I was invited because I used to play guitar, you know, and then I was invited to play at a seminar, church seminar. And then, you know, we had like a two-hour session and all that. And then after that, I decided to go to the restroom. We had a break. And then I was met by a woman. In she the came restroom? Out, she came out of nowhere. In the restroom? No, outside. I was walking. Oh, I see. Yeah, I was getting ready to go to the restroom. Right. And then uh, I was approached by this woman, and I said, can I help you? She didn't say a word. She just began punching me. <laughs> and then I said, why? Well, I, I just had, you know, read in the Bible that Jesus dealt with demons. So I raised my hand and the lady fell backwards. Wow. I, didn't, I just ra raised my hand. And then she started manifesting. I said, man, the Bible is coming alive to me right now because this woman 
has the evil spirits. So I didn't know what to do. So I called two friends. They just came, you know, rushing in, and they began delivering her from, from the spirits, you know. And then she got up and walked away. I said, man, this is, this is cool. <laughs> I want to learn about this. Yeah. This is like the Bible just came alive to me just now. When you say she began to manifest, what do you mean by that? Well, manifest in strange voices and contorting and, and kicking and punching. and Wow. Yeah, those uncommon you know, things that happen right. when people get demonized. You know? And you saw the demons coming out of her? Well, I saw what my friends did. Right. They drove out the demons, literally oh, say, evil spirits come out. And then all of a sudden, you know, she was contorting on the ground. And then all of a sudden she stopped. She got up and walked away as if nothing had happened. Amazing. Yeah, it was amazing to me because I, that turned me on. I said, man, the Bible just came alive to me. Evil spirits are real. I better learn how to deal with them. And that's what right drove, on. you know. How old were you at the time? How old was I? When that happened? 29. Amazing. Yeah. And, and I'm 61. Wow. I mean, I'm going to be 61 next month. So, I mean, actually, this month. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so your birthday is in July? July 25th, yes. Amazing. Happy birthday. Thank you. Did you know you were born in White History Month? In where? White History Month. July is White History Month. Oh, okay. No, I didn't we know. celebrate white history. No, I did not know that. So you're fortunate. You were born in July and white history month. All right. It doesn't get any better than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you said that you got saved, right? Yeah, I got saved. And how did you get saved? Man, you can tell you. When you don't have Jesus and then the next day you have Jesus, you can tell the difference. Man, I felt him calling me. I felt him. Actually, by the way, there was a scripture on the, on the wall in my church that said, Jesus is here and he's calling you. So one day I got there, you know, for the service, but I was the first one. And then I just sat next to that sign and I, the, you know, the writing on the wall there. And then I look at it and it said, Jesus is here and he's calling you. I said, man, I felt like he was speaking to me through that scripture. Mm. That's when, you know, John chapter 11, when Mary and, and Martha, you know, when Lazarus died. So then, um, actually, I think it's, yeah, I think it's John 11, something like that. And then, uh, so first, you know, you know, Martha, you know, Mary met Jesus and then, after Jesus spoke to her, she went back home and said, you know, Jesus is here and he is asking for you. So, but that's, that scripture spoke to me very loud. I said, and then from that moment on, that was on my birthday, July 25th. Amazing. Yeah. See there? When I read that. You got saved in White History Month. Your birthday, White History Month. I got born again on my birthday. You met Jesus on, on my White birthday. History Month. It doesn't get any better. I wanted to go to church so bad that I was the first one there. <laughs> How old were you then? Do you remember? Hmm? How old were you then? How old? When that happened. 29. Were you, were you guys saved? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, had, I had just turned 29 right on, on that day. And so you became a, um, a Christian. 
And how did you become a priest? Oh, well, the day you saw the woman at the bathroom? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was heading to the bathroom oh, right. and I, when I met her. And that's how you became a priest? Well, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, I'm not a Catholic priest. Right. Yeah. Just oh, want to make that very clear. Are you a Christian priest? I'm a Christian deliverance minister and exorcist. Why do I say exorcist? Because that is what is known to the public in general. When you deal with demons, they, you know, it's an exorcist, yeah. you know, because of the Catholic Church, because yeah. of the movie The Exorcist. So, and then I came to America. God brought me here. And then, so I began learning more and more about deliverance. And I ended up attending church that they did not believe at all in demons. You know, so then I kept bouncing here, bouncing there, until I found groups that believed in what I believed because I had testimonies. Yeah. And then, but I found out that not many Christians believe in that. I, you know, then I had to pretty much learn on my own. Do you have your own church now? No, I don't have, I don't pastor church. You just go around? I just, yeah. I have a YouTube channel. I actually, three channels on YouTube, but I also, do, you know, do some television shows. I've done it several yeah, I saw on, the, on all major networks. But, and I, I help people, like I, I do counselings, uh, like uh, consultations over the phone. And prior to the pandemic, I used to meet people in person all the time. And then the pandemic came, and, uh, you know, that kind of a shut, shut the doors. Yeah. And then I began assisting people mainly just online, you know, uh, Skype oh, and telephone. Okay. I got you. Why do you wear a Catholic thing, shirt with a Catholic thing? Well, it's not Catholic. This is not but Catholic. But it looks like Catholic. It looks like Catholic, but, you know. But you, as you I, have me thinking Catholic. Yeah. Well, That's not good. Well, no, it, it, Listen, okay, let me say this to you, okay? The way Americans identify, you know, the way they, they, they because of the movie, The Exorcist, yeah. and because of, yeah. you know, what the Catholic Church has done, you know, they identify people, you know, the way they dress, you know, sometimes. And because, you know, Bob Larson, for example, he wears the same thing. Actually, actually I learned from him. But, you know... What I do basically is um, I don't want to just wear a T-shirt when I'm dealing with demons, but if I am on TV, if I am, you know, uh, in, a, in places where I can wear this, I, I'll do it. Oh, I, I I have no problem. It's just like it, it differentiates you from, from the crowd in general. Right. Right? Yeah. But uh, you see, the misconception is that, you know, Catholics own this style, but they don't. They don't own you know, it? No, they don't. They, you know, in America, maybe, you know, but in, in countries like Brazil, you see a lot of born-again believers, they wear this too. In Africa, TB Joshua, you know, a couple of times wear, wore this. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, there's some, you know, uh, preachers, you know, in some countries in Africa, they have nothing to do with Catholics and they wear something similar. Oh, okay. What I'm just doing is, uh, you know, the identity, you know, that the, America, the Americans have when it comes to dealing with demons. They have the, that Catholic, pre, you know, image in their minds. So uh, 
you know, then I wear this, but, but it's, I mean, I could have come here and wearing a t-shirt or something, right. but I asked her, is it okay if I, you know, yeah. you know, but I, I have other outfits that are different, oh, okay. you know, that I wear sometimes. I just don't like wearing suit and ties. Me either. Me. Uh, don't, don't ask me to wear suit and ties because <laughs> that's not me. Yeah. I usually like it, but too much. That's not so me. So why do you, do you carry your cross and your Bible everywhere? Yeah, because every time I do television shows, I carry this and I carry this. And, and, <laughs> and why? Again, you know, people, you know, they, they like seeing this kind of stuff. Oh. I don't need this. Okay, this is the Word of God. The Word of God is here. Right. Okay, but I carry the Word of God up here. Right. The Word of God, you know, it's more impactful and powerful when you carry it up here. Yeah. Because I know people that carry the Bible everywhere they go, but they have nothing up here. <laughs> so I carry it, you know, like as again, again, as a form of an identification, you know, I'm... You know, that's what I do. It's and like having a, your uniform on, kind of identify what you do. Yeah, you yeah. know. So you said that you had some demons in you, right? Oh, yeah. What type of demons? Oh, man, you name it. You want me to name man. it? You Mental illness. Were you a slut maker? Me mental illness. Let me start with that one, mental illness. What's mental illness? Mental illness. Oh, mental illness. You yeah. had that. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. how did you become that way? Growing up as like seven, eight, when I was eight, nine years old, I did some really crazy stuff that when I look back, I said there was no explanation. <laughs> I did not do this on my own. Yeah. You know, I had somebody else driving, you know, the steering wheel That's in right. my head. I believe that. And then my parents came, you know, and said one day, this boy is not right. Let's take him to a psychiatrist. They took me to a psychiatrist. And they plug all that wire in my head and, you know, causing pain, you know, pulling my hair everywhere. Only to, to find out, according to them, that in fact, I was mentally ill. So I said, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then they told my mother, give him this medication. I don't know what it was, Prozac or something similar. I don't have no idea. And then, he, then the, med, the doctor said, give him this medication. Okay, until he is 17. I was only 9 or, or, or 10, the latest. Wow. Until he's 17. When he's 17, bring him back here. Well, guess what? I guess my parents in Brazil, they don't have Obamacare there. So in Brazil, everything, you got to pay money. Yeah. If you don't pay, you don't get it. Nice. And that medication was expensive. Thank God. I only took it for a month. Oh, and good. then my parents ran out of money. They couldn't buy it anymore. So I said, praise God. That's right. Man. I didn't need that. Yeah. So then when, you met, when I met Christ, so then I, I, I began under reading stuff. And Jesus, you know, drove out legion, you know, as you know, that scripture. Yes. And then he, you know, the, the Syrophoenician woman in Mark chapter 7, you know, she said to, she came looking for Jesus. Jesus wanted to hide from everybody. He said, I don't want anyone to know where I am. So, but this woman kept looking for him, a Syrophoenician woman. She wasn't even a, a, a Jewish woman. She finally met Jesus, and she said, Lord, help me. My daughter is demon-possessed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jesus didn't go there. He started, you know, debating with the woman. One of the things he said 
to the lady, it's not fair to give the bread of the children to the little dogs. Okay? So in other words, Jesus called the woman a dog, right? But she didn't go, she didn't turn away upset or resentful or angry and ran away like many people would have done that. Right. But she said, Lord, even the little children, even the, even the little dogs yeah. eat the crumbs that fall from the children's bread, you know, table. Right. Jesus said to her, and he was not in her house. I don't know how many miles away he was. Look what he said to her. He said, for what you just said, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. Now, what kind of demon was that one? When you stop to think, for a, for a Syro-Phoenician woman, a woman that had nothing to do with religion, you know, and then knew, she knew that her daughter was possessed. Why? Because of things that the daughter did. Yeah. If you see an autistic boy, what do they do, autistic children? Yeah. They run, don't, don't stop, they punch, they scream, they bite themselves. <laughs> yeah. Guess what they have? Demons. So let me That's ask, it. so at seven and nine years old, you were possessed? Well, who knows? I, I probably was born already with those demons. Why not? And you said that you did all kinds of things. If it's not too personal, what type of thing would you be doing at seven and nine? Beating people up. Oh, you were? Oh, man. They could not, cross, they could not walk on my street. And if I... At seven if I walk, nine? Man, I did crazy stuff, man. You know, I... Why were you so just, angry? Just like an autistic boy. I was an autistic. But I, I had some similarities of an autistic boy. The only thing is I wasn't screaming at anybody. I knew pretty much what I was doing. At least, you know, an autistic boy doesn't know what he's doing or a girl, they don't know what they're doing. They just keep on doing. I had that, you know, I, I could do things similar to an autistic boy. The only thing is, I wasn't autistic. Right. Okay? Yeah. Uh, and so all through your teenage life, you continue all that? Until I got saved. Really? I did crazy, stupid things, man. <laughs> what did your father say about it? They took me to a psychiatrist, oh, and, and then they, they couldn't afford the medication anymore. It, to, to, to my father, you know, until he saw me saved, to him, I was still mentally ill. Yeah. You know, he... And, and so you, um, and so going through life, you were fighting, you were angry, you were... Fighting, you know, beating up kids, getting beaten too. What made you become that way at such an early age? If we spirits, that's the only answer. I wasn't on drugs. I, I didn't drink alcohol. Yeah. I was just, I mean, I was not an ordinary child. Right. I, I, I had some crazy things driving me. <laughs> but, you know, my parents didn't know, did not know any better. Yeah. Pastors nowadays, they don't know any better. I know. They are possessed. They have children possessed in their homes, yeah. watching pornography at 2 a.m., because they are possessed by demons. And guess what? They still don't know they're possessed. Yeah. But when they call me, they find out that pretty soon. Were you close to your father or your mother? I wasn't close to anybody. You weren't close to your I, parents I, I at all? I think I was close to Satan. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. 
No so, emotions for nothing, you know. I mean, I had a dog that I loved my dog more than I loved my mother and father, that's for sure. <laughs> I loved my dog more than I loved my brothers and sisters, that's for sure. Wow. Did you beat up your brother and sister too? All the time. Are you, were you the oldest child? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. And so you finally got saved. Then I got saved. I had all those evil spirits. I got married before I got saved. So I got married when I was 23. Did she know and, you were crazy before she married you? Well, you know, she had her demons too. Oh. But what I'm saying is, I didn't know any better. I did some stupid things. Yeah. At one point, you know, I used to have the wife in, in, at home, and I would just go night to you know nightclubs and and drink all night, like things that. You consider, you know, you, you may say normal people do those things. Right. No, normal people don't do those things. Demonized people, yeah. people full of curse, do those things. I believe you're right. And so, so you got married, you have children? Yeah. And were you mean to them too? Oh, yeah. You treated your kids cruelly? Oh, I, I, I did some crazy stuff. Like you know? what, for example, if you can say? Well, beating them up, you know, all the time. And I was angry. Man... I was angry. I, I, I was a walking. Huh? You was what now? What were you about to say? No, I'm just saying, you know, I was always angry. I, I had that anger inside me. You know, I, I, I never, one thing, I, I, I got in, into the army when I was 19, Brazilian army. Right. You know, one day I felt like shooting an airplane that was flying close by, but I didn't do it. At another time, one guy showed up drunk at the gate of the, the base, and I was there, you know, at that time, you know, guarding the, 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 the gate there. And I had my AK-47, I don't know if that's the one, but or similar to that. Right. And the guy got out of his car at 2 a.m., and he came towards me, and I pointed him the gun, and I said, do not move, not even one more inch. I'll shoot you dead. He said, you won't do it. I said, I'll do it. You won't do it. I said, I will do it. <laughs> then he knew that I was serious. Then he backed away. Wow. I was going to kill that guy. And why? Man, there was an anger inside me, uncontrollable anger. That's amazing. I couldn't control that anger. That's why I'm saying, you know, when you have an anger inside you that is not manageable, yeah. cast it out. Yeah, I, I totally There's agree. another. So let me ask this. Um, so you had a, got married, you have children. You Did you beat your wife? Sometimes. You beat her? Oh, be, you know, you I mean, if she confronted you. me, yes, I did a couple of times. And what was it like beating your wife? Man, when you have a demon inside you that tells you what to do, you, you, you just do it. You know, so you, you may think that's the right thing to do. So Satan would tell you, beat your wife, and you were like, beat her. Yeah. What would you beat her about? Anything. <laughs> Just about anything because of what I'm saying. Now listen, <laughs> listen. I get calls from women. I get calls from men. Believe me, America is full of these kind of things that I'm telling you. I know that. Because America is possessed by evil spirits. Absolutely. And so you would beat your children too? Yeah, yeah. And so how are they now? Oh, no, they, they're okay with me. They're close to you now? I mean, they're not close because they live in Atlanta, but, 
You know, one lives in San Jose. He's not even talking to me. But the one in San Jose is from a second marriage. Uh-huh. You know, but he's busy traveling. He works for Apple. He's always traveling. So we don't even meet anymore. But uh, yeah, how about I, your others? Pretty soon we're going to meet. No, yeah, I talk to them. I mean, you can tell. I can tell because now I'm a Christian. I know how to pray. I know how to cast out demons long distance. Yeah. Oh, My okay. second son was an alcoholic like I used to be. And I, I didn't know because he never told me he was a heavy drinker. And then my first son told me, Daddy, I need to tell you something that Rod never told you. And, and he, he, you know, he's been suffering with this thing. I said, what? He is a heavy drinker. I said, what? <laughs> he's been drinking for a long time and he told me not to tell you. And why ever. he didn't want you to know? I don't know. Well, guess what? I didn't go to Atlanta to drive out his demons. I went to my bedroom. I got angry. This is now. This is like uh, two years ago. I got angry. But this time I wasn't angry at somebody like a human being. I was angry at the alcohol demon because I used to have that devil inside me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't on the phone. I was not on Skype. I was in where? Fresno, California, my son in Atlanta. He did not know anything about what I did. He doesn't even know to this day what I did. This is what I did. What's that? I said, if we spirit causing my son to drink, you alcohol demon, I arrest you, I restrain you, and I pull you out of my son now in Jesus' name. The next day my son woke up and said, I don't want to drink anymore. I'm going to go to a gym. <laughs> nice. He, he signed up with a gym. That's what he does every day, work out. How old is he? He studied, what, four? Oh, okay. So you've been married twice? Yeah. You've been married twice. How many children? One, two, three, four. <laughs> four? No, no, no. No, no three, three. Are you sure? I mean, yeah. Three or four? No, no, three. Oh, why, no, no, why, no, no, no. why did, well, it's, no, it's three sons. Yeah, three sons. No, Are you no. sure? If I had another one, I would say it. It's just like, uh, because I have grandchildren that are grown up, and I call them children, too. Oh, okay. So sometimes, you know, <laughs> I'm counting one, two, three, and then my granddaughter comes to mind, I say four. Oh, I got you. But, you know, no. Yeah, I have a, six, a 15-year-old granddaughter. So already. you made all boys. Three boys, and uh, yeah, but now I have two granddaughters. Nice. And so did you beat your second wife too? No, never touched that woman. Oh. Never did. Why did you beat because her? Because I was already saved. Oh, yeah, I got over it. I, I already had gotten demons out of me. Not all of them, but you know, some of them had gotten out of me, including that one that used to beat women up. You know? Why did your first wife leave? Did your first wife divorce you or you divorced her? She divorced me because she was fed up with the way I was living. Oh, and how about the second wife? Well, the second wife was a little bit different because she works for a Christian ministry in San Jose. So she wanted me to join them. You know, but they they don't do deliverance. All they do is preaching, evangelism. They never cast out a demon. They never break curses. And I said, man, this is not for me. And I told her, I'm going to have my own ministry. She said, now, you're going to serve me with, in my ministry. In, in Amazing. Our, that's what you said. 
And then she started getting angry at me because I was, you know, doing my own thing, you know, yeah. and, you know. And then one day, we just decided to split up. That's it. Oh, why did you catch a demon out of her? Uh, she didn't want me to drive nothing from her. <laughs> oh, she I didn't. mean, I could have because probably have tried long distance, but, but uh, you know, in her case, it was a little bit different. Now, listen. What type of demon she had? Let me, let me say something to you here, why I did on my son, and I cannot do it on you. Okay. Let me tell you what, what All happened. Right. My son is my bloodline. Oh. I have a spiritual and parental authority over him. I don't need to ask him permission to drive out a demon from him. Right. But if I want to drive out a demon from that gentleman over there, if he doesn't give me permission, I cannot move that devil out of him. Who, the white guy? Does he have a white demon? Well... He, he got a couple of them, but, you know. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. No, no question about it. Yeah. You too. Yeah. Who too? They, they got demons in them. These two? Yeah. How about the Mexicans? Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Demons, they don't pick color. They don't pick race. Does that Mexican if have one? If you commit a sin, you open a door, they're going to jump on you. Does that Mexican have one over there? <laughs> of course. Oh. So you let too. Me I have a demon too. Oh, yeah. Ooh, is it a good demon or a bad? Make eye contact with me right now. You got a couple of demons. Bad or good? One is infirmity. What's infirmity? Sickness. Oh. One of them is. He's sick? Like unhealthy? Infirmity spirit, you know, the ones that come in and cause cancer, they cause diabetes, they cause high blood pressure, heart condition. Amazing. They kill people prematurely. Are yeah. you free of all demons now? Well, let me put it this way. If I were a demon, I would not be, I, I would not want to live inside Brother Carlos. Inside what? If I were a demon, let me you put this way. If I were a demon, okay, I would not want to live inside Brother Carlos. I would not. You want to know why? Yeah, why? Because he cats out demons too much. He does it every day, several times a day, every day. It's, a, it's his lifestyle. And so do you... Tell me one oh, we demon. Just another demon. Now you tell in. me one demon that would love to live inside somebody that is driving out demons all day long, every yeah, day. Yeah, you're right. Look, we just had another demon walk in. <laughs> a big one. You see the demon in him? Uh, okay, let, let's just, you know. <laughs> but that's a black demon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Let me ask you this, though, in all seriousness. Your wife, your second wife, didn't want to obey you, right? Well, my second why wife. Did what, you, why did you cast out the disobedient demon in her? Well, let me, let me explain to you. I will actually thank you for, for bringing that back. Now. When I drove out the demon from my son, my son did not ask me to drive his demon out. But because he is my son, my bloodline, he's under my spiritual authority and parental, I had access to his evil spirit. Now, my ex-wife, because we were still married, according to the Bible, you are one flesh, yeah. okay? But she knew what I did, and she did not like it. She did not approve the fact that I was going around driving out demons, exposing evil spirits. She tried a couple of times. She didn't like what she saw. 
and then she began, became resistant. So, you know, I don't think I had, that was in 2002, okay? So to, now we are in 2021. So I have more knowledge now than I used to have in 2002. Right. Yeah. So I could have tried, but I didn't do it. Maybe because I wasn't aware that I could actually have done it. But if, if, if it were today with my mindset, I probably would have tried. Okay. But, uh, and then, you know, when you have someone that is married to you, she doesn't like your lifestyle. She doesn't like the way you're going. She calls you rebellious, you know, to other people because you want to do your own thing. You right. don't want to submit to her ministry. Yeah. She got angry. She got upset. And, and we, we decided to just separate. So will you ever remarry? No. Never. You're done with it. I'm done with it. Yeah. And so, so you don't have any demons in you at all now? Well, listen, I'm probably, I don't know. But what I'm oh, saying is, you know, because you cannot see them, sometimes you may think they're not there. But li let me say something else to you. You don't have to have a demon inside you in order to do something that he wants you to do. Why? Because they speak from the outside as well. Now, one thing I can tell you, demons come and check on me from time to time. Sent by Satan, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I got pushed off my bed several times. I got... You fell off the bed to the floor? I mean, to the floor. How tall I, I are you? I got pushed. How tall Let are you? Let me put this 6'2". They push you out of your bed? Listen, there was no explanation the way I fell off my bed, and not just one time, a few times. I'm not blaming on them, but the way I fell, there was no explanation. Also, you know, I got hit in my head like a, I don't know if that ever happened to you, but I woke up, you know, in the middle of the night with a slap on my head. It woke me up. If I slap your head, you know, it may not hurt Right. You, but you're going to feel some right. thing in your head. Well, somebody just hit me. I had that happening to me. I had a big spider that appeared out of nowhere in my closet. And, uh, you know, the light was not on, but I could see it. A big spider, about 10, 10 inch long, you know, going in a circle inside my closet. I woke up and I look at it and I'm seeing that big thing there. And I got scared. When I turned the light on, there was nothing there. Oh. So... If we spirits, they can play games with your mind. Now, what I was yeah. saying is, even if I don't have any, because I, I don't think a demon would love to live inside me because of what I do. They're not that crazy. But what I'm saying is, sometimes they come and check on you. They speak to you. Now, this is one thing that nobody knows. I mean, I'm educating America right now on this because pastors don't know. Pastor wives have no idea. Church people don't have no idea. Okay, some of the thoughts that come through your mind, it's not from you. Some. You know, let me give you an All example. None of them. Let me give you an example. Can you see a demon? Yes. Let me ask another question. Can you see Jesus right now? Yes. No, no, no. No, no. I'm asking you. Can you see Jesus carnally, verbally? I mean, like a, not physically? A, a physically. Can no. you see Jesus physically right now? No. Why? Because he's not here right now. Well, he might be here. But if he were here, I could see him. <laughs> Let me tell you something why. Why? Because he's a spirit. Right, he is. But he lives. Is God here with you? 
Yes. Can you see God? Yes. No, don't, don't tell me you can't because you cannot. No, I can't. No, you cannot. Let me tell you how. Okay, listen, I, I, I'm, ma I'm making a point. What's your point? Okay, let me make a point here. Okay, why is that that you don't see God? Because God is a spirit. Unless he wants to reveal himself to you, such as like in the burning bush, bush the happy, he appeared to Moses, yeah. he can do it. Then, But let me finish this thought because this is important. This is important. Okay, let me just finish this. Okay, a demon is a spirit. You can feel it inside you because of things that may happen to you, things that may drive you, things that may, you know, uh, 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 cause you to do stupid things. You may feel it, but you cannot see it. But here's the thing, okay? For the most part, they don't have to get into somebody to cause that person to do something. Why? Because they can whisper in their ears and it comes across as thoughts. Let me tell you why. You can speak to me and I can hear you audibly. Why? Because you have vocal cords. Right. A demon doesn't, doesn't have vocal cords. Right. For the most part, they can still speak out loud when they have permission to do so. They can materialize and look like a person if they have permission to do so. Okay? Permission But from who? God. God uh, is the one that gives permission. Oh, okay. Okay? Not Satan. God. Amazing. God is the boss. Now, then let me finish. Let me, I want to ask this you something. This is important that then you ask me this question. Because, look, uh, if a demon wants you to do something, he may not be inside you because he cannot enter you, okay? But he can whisper from outside, and he doesn't have a vocal cord. So you're not going to hear his voice like you hear mine, okay? Those that don't have vocal cords, they speak through their mind because they are mind and spirit. Spirit and mind is one. You, you have your body, you have a mind, and you have a spirit. Your mind and your spirit, they're connected. If your spirit happens to come out of your body, you are dead, but you cannot see your body. I mean, you could see everything, but nobody here can see you. Because your real you is a spirit, not your flesh. Your right. flesh is, is a fake you. Yeah, Why? Because sure. you're going to die, and it's going to disintegrate, okay? And you're going to disappear, but your inner man will remain forever. Yeah. Let me okay. ask you this. Be, uh, did you get that, of, did you get uh, that part? It's very clear to me. That they Absolutely. can speak to their mind? Yeah. In most cases, Absolutely. why is that that people kill one another? I'm almost done. They why is that the, that they, they shoot one the another? Yeah. Because they have somebody from the outside or inside, inside. telling them, kill the, shoot that person. But it's not coming out verbally. Yeah. Shoot that person. It's coming through, through thoughts. So then, what I want to say is this. Some of the thoughts that come through your mind, it's not yours. That's for sure. It's from evil spirits if they want you to do something evil. Absolutely. But God also speaks the same way, in the same fashion. But he doesn't speak like Satan, though, not through your bars. What I'm saying is... But let me ask you this, though, because of time. Okay. Um, you said that the demon threw you out of the bed. You sit, how tall are you? 6'2". And how about you weigh? Right now, 225. How were they able to lift you up and throw you out of bed? Man, they did it. Not just one time, if I recall correctly, three or four times. Amazing. And what does a demon look He's like? Slapping my head is what was even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I consider it even worse because that is a lack of respect. Yeah. You don't do that to an exorcist. And they don't, they're, they're not able to get inside of you anymore? Well, Listen, I cannot say it. 
Let me tell you something. Spirits, spirits are air. Can you breathe in right now? Yes. Just breathe in. But let me ask you this, though. You may, you may just breathe in a couple of them. So what I'm saying is, a demon can come into my nostrils and just go in. But even now, though when, they, when they don't find what they're looking for, which is sin, then they may not like it, and they may not have permission to stay in, so they have to come out. But when you cast a demon out, for the most part, that demon is going to come out through your mouth or through your ears or through diarrhea or through vomiting or coughing or yawning. Common ways demons come out. Why? Because they're air. Yeah. They got into you, but they have to come out through your airways. But let me ask you this, though. You said that because you've been casting out demons and all around, you've been doing it for a long time, they were cast and out I of you. And I do it daily. And they were cast out of you. They know better than to live in you, right? To mess with you. Because I don't think they're that stupid. How, how, come, how come they are able to even take the risk of trying to enter into you knowing who you are. Okay. I recall a demon entering me and caused me a, a terrible pain. But that was like maybe seven years ago. That demon, I was sleeping. Then I woke up and I saw a demon floating over me about my size. And he, he came and entered me. From that moment on, I began suffering a terrible pain. I mean, an excruciating pain that came on me out of nowhere. I don't have a problem telling you what it is, okay? It's uh, hemorrhoids. Whoa. If you had it, you know how terrible that thing is. <laughs> and then I, all of a sudden I got that pain, me, hemorrhoids and, and bleeding. And then, I, and then one the? day I said, whoa, it started with that thing, you know, came into me. Then I cast it out. It didn't go away right away. At least the pain and the bleeding didn't go away right away. But it went away eventually. But... You know, sometimes when a spirit comes into you, they do a damage to your body, and they may leave, but the damage is still there. You know, the, the flesh is, is cut, and, and there's, you know, like a cancer, for example. I have driven out cancer that they left immediately. For example, pancreatic cancer. I remember casting out one. He, he left immediately. Yeah. He didn't even, even say goodbye. But there were other situations where I drove out demons. They left but the, the, the problem, the, the health issue was still there. It had to heal, and that took time. Yeah, let me Slow. ask you this. How can a, can a person present, prevent from ever being demon-possessed? Can they prevent that? It's preventable. Why? How can they prevent it? Well, let me tell you something. What is that that the Bible is full of warnings from, from Genesis to, to Revelation? What is that that caused men... You know, to, to disobey God. Sin. Sin is the open door. And what is sin? Sin is when you commit something that is against the word of God, against his principles, against his laws, and you still go ahead and do it, then you open a door for an evil spirit. Now, if you repent immediately, you know, immediately, that might not give the demon a chance to coming to you. But most people, they commit sin and they keep sinning, sinning, watching pornography and, and having sex here, having sex there, and, and smoking marijuana, is crack cocaine, and they keep doing over and over again, and they do not repent. And guess what? Wherever, everywhere they go, they are picking up evil spirits. Eventually, those demons will kill them prematurely or confine them to a prison or to a mental institution. 
why that's do you, what they do why do you call those things sin smoking marijuana or crack cocaine or having sex why do you call them sins because when people smoke you know marijuana they they are looking for like a let me see, because I already smoked marijuana in the past. So you used to smoke pot? But I, I did out of curiosity, not that I really oh. wanted to get high. But I have, you know, I had friends back in the days. I used to ask them, why is that that you like smoking marijuana and I, and I don't? He said, man, I, I like being in another world, in another dimension. So in other words, people smoke marijuana because they want to be in the spiritual realm unknowingly. That's what they're looking for. They don't want to be down here. They want to be up here somewhere. And there's, you know, and the spiritual realm is the realm that we know where God is, is the spiritual realm. So, so most people that smoke marijuana or do drugs, they are looking to open themselves up to some communications, spiritual communication, whatever, you know, or maybe yeah. getting some guidance somewhere. But That's why do where you, it, call, it, it becomes sin. Because, does God call those things sin? Okay, listen. God is your source of everything. No, does he call God those, is your source of information. But I'm asking you, does he call smoking marijuana, having sex, getting high, getting drunk, does he call those things sin? Okay, yeah. Back in the, the Bible days, there was no marijuana there, right? But people still... But I'm asking you, does God call those things sin at any time? Okay, yeah. When did he call those things sin? Okay, listen, listen. It's, I, like, I just, am I explaining? Okay, let me put it this way. You don't have to take my word for it. Go ahead and do it. But and when, keep on doing it. But when did he call those and things? Pretty soon. But in the Bible, where does God call those things <laughs> sin? Because I'm trying to figure out why those things call sin. Because sin, I've never seen in the Bible sin, when God called yeah, him to say yeah, sin. Yeah, okay. Let me put it this way. Sin is what? It's a separation in between man and God. Right. Sin creates a gap in between man and God, right? When you go to Genesis, you know, what is that that happened to Eve? Why is that that God called, you know, you know caused the whole planet to be cursed? Because God told them, from that tree you shall eat, from that, but from that one in the middle of the, the garden you shall not eat because that is the tree of knowledge. I know, okay. but, but you, so the you point know, that I'm making, but, it wasn't because they smoked pot or had sex. It okay. was because they disobeyed listen, God. Listen. So the sin was listen. disobedience, right? Yeah. Sin is disobedience, separation, right? right? Me, meaning that you... Yeah. Now, what happened when somebody smoked marijuana? They are looking for another God. Right. They are looking for another guidance from elsewhere. That's why but they do meditation. They this, do though. yoga. Let me ask this though, because of time. There's nowhere in the Bible where God called those things sin, right? Yeah. So I want to know why do you and other Christians call those things sin? Okay. God did not call smoking marijuana sin. So why do right? you? Let me put this way. Let me put it this way. You don't have to call it a sin. Why do you okay? call it a sin? But it, listen, if you listen to what I'm saying right now, okay, listen. You don't have to believe it. It's a sin. You don't have to call it as a sin, okay? But I'm here to tell you right now, if you start smoking marijuana, you are going to be infested with evil spirits inside you. And pretty soon you will find out because you're going to be driven. I know, but driven. the people want to know why do preachers and other, and other Christians call 
having sex, committing <laughs> adultery, smoking pot, uh, getting drunk, or whatever. Why are they called sins when God does not call them sins? Why do you guys call well, them sins? Well, when you sins? read Galatians chapter 5, you're going to come a, a, through a list of sins, But right? God doesn't call them sin even yeah. in Galatians. Yeah, yeah, Galatians, yeah. But he doesn't call them sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the results of sin. Okay. But they're not sin. I got to ask you, then, do you have anger? Not as bad as used to be, but yeah. You have anger. If I see an adult beating up a child, I get angry. So you have anger, even though today you have anger. I have righteous anger. <laughs> uh, it a... I don't walk around with a gun in my hand trying to kill people like I, I wanted to do some years ago. Is, is anger hate or love? Listen, listen, okay. Did God ever get angry? But answer that for me first. Is anger hate or love? Anger is not love. So but here's the you, thing. Okay. Why do you have anger okay. then Can if you, you're of God? Would you let me answer? Yes, sir. You asked me a question. Right, but I need you to move a little faster because of time. Well, then let me talk. So why do you have anger if you're of God since you know anger is not love? Okay, listen, listen. Did God get angry at some people? No. Many times. Not right? that kind of anger, though. No. Did Jesus get angry at the Pharisees, you know, at the, the people selling on the temple, the, the merchants? Did he get angry? Did he whip them with, with, you know? Listen, there's the righteous anger and the evil anger. And which anger do you have? Well, I might get some, you know, I, for the most part, my <laughs> anger is, you know, I would say righteous anger. There's a reason why. Do you have both if righteous see, and unrighteous anger? Listen, if I see injustice, injustice being done to an animal or to a person, I get angry. So do you have both righteous and unrighteous anger? Since I, yeah, I can tell you that. So you serve there true is, God, there, you serve yeah. Satan and God? Well, well, no, no, listen, let me, let me put this way. Let me put this way, okay? I'm a human being, although I'm saved, okay? But I'm not the Holy Spirit. I don't live in heaven. I live on earth, okay? If, so if somebody steps on my toe, man, that one is not going to be a godly anger. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Right? But here's the thing. Let me put this way. Okay? If your anger is manageable and you can, you know, stop it immediately and you have control over it, then do it. So you have... When righteous... you start losing control over anger to the point of shooting somebody, then, my friend, that one there is from so the So you devil. have righteous anger and unrighteous anger. I believe so. Why not? So you serve two gods. No, I don't serve two gods. Well, unrighteous anger comes from Satan, right? If you step on my toe, I may get angry. But that doesn't mean I'm serving Satan. <laughs> but doesn't that come from it Satan? It because cause my, my foot to get hurt. Does unrighteous anger come from Satan? Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, what is that that you want me to say here? Yes or okay. no? You want me to say I'm an angel? No, I'm not. no, Matthew. Does okay. unrighteous anger come from Satan? Okay, yeah. Okay, so you have momentarily if you if you give in to something evil that comes from Satan, momentarily you're serving Satan. And so momentarily you sometimes serve Satan, and sometimes not? you serve God. Why not? So let me ask you this, a little bit about politics. All right. Um, so do you vote in order? No, I don't. You don't. I vote don't like at all. voting. I never voted. The last time I voted, I was 18, and that was it. Why don't you vote? 
because I don't like it. But you need, don't you want someone to agree with you to represent you, like a president? Not really. I don't trust anybody. Oh, you don't trust anyone. So you're not trusting president or anyone. That's why you don't vote. But you're letting the wrong people get in office. Do what? You're allowing the wrong people to run the country if you don't vote. Listen, if I had voted for Trump, what that vote had done to him? Nothing. No, it would have kept him there. My vote? Uh-huh. No. Do you One believe, vote? Do no. you believe Donald Trump is the great white hope? No. You don't believe he's the great white hope? No. You don't believe Donald Trump listen, is... Listen, okay. You know who Donald Trump is, right? I know who Donald Trump is. Do you love him? Well, I, I don't know him. You know? Do you love him? I mean, with God's love, yes. I love Obama, too. I love Joe Biden, too. Because... <laughs> do you love white people? I, I, you know, my job is to do what Christ told me to do, love one another, right? But here's the thing. To love somebody doesn't mean I'm approving what they're doing. So I don't like politics because oh, okay. I know the kind of people that are serving. You know, I know the, the, the roots. Have you ran for office before? No. Why not? <laughs> I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Man. You should. Did you know that I got a call from Obama when he was in, in president? And did 2012. You, really? Do you want to know why? Why? He called me. What do you want? Because he wanted to hear from me why is that that soldiers were coming from Iraq with PTSD. Okay. He called me and then handed the phone to his secretary. You know, and then she asked me the question. Brother Carlos, we are calling you because I'm calling you. And I'll, look, Patras was there. Obama was there listening to the conversation. But look what they asked me. Why is that, you know, that our soldiers are coming from the, the battlefield and they are developing PTSD? Why? I said, okay, listen, I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, but I'm going to tell you what the cause is. They are there killing. They are there, okay, to, you know, if they were not there to kill, they would not be there. So they're not doing any godly work by trying to defend America, you know, from the, the Iraq, Iraqis and Iranians. But what I'm saying is... Real fast because we're out of time. Yeah, I, okay. I told them, okay, these soldiers are coming back with PTSD because they are picking up evil spirits right where they are. And those demons are heavy-duty ones. They are oh, murder spirits. They, they are coming back... Possessed. Let me ask you this then. So while Obama was on the phone, did you rebuke the devil out of him? No. Why not? Because he didn't ask me. He didn't, he didn't, oh, he, oh, unless you're a family member, they have to ask you. If he had asked me, I would have tried. But, you know. Does he, he have evil spirits in him? Obama? Uh -huh. Psh, more than you do. <laughs> That's Man. right. So let me ask you this. Uh, <laughs> I could name some people here right now. <laughs> And I love to see them watching this video if I mention their names. But let me tell you, my friend, this country is ran by heavily demonized people. I believe people. that. I believe heavily. That. So let me ask you this because of time. We're so out of time, but yeah. I, I got to ask you this. Um, do you believe that Satan is the woman's God? Woman's God? No. I'm, Jesus called him, you know, the God of this world. Is he the God of the woman, though? Well, 
woman, a woman, uh -huh. oh, of, of, the, of the women. Hey, if they are in disobedience and men are also in disobedience and homosexuals are also in disobedience and child molesters are also in disobedience, they are all under well, Satan's true. government. But let me ask you this. Did the man come from uh, God? Yeah. And did the woman come from the man? Yeah. And so prior to that, the woman obeyed her husband who obeyed the father, right? Yeah. And then at some point, Satan coming down the road, you were going around picking flowers. Yeah. And Satan whispered, and she listened to him, right? Yeah. And then he become her God. No. He became her God when she listened to and believed in him, right? No, you can't listen to a demon. That demon's not going to be your God. But he did because your God is your God. Your but, God is your creator. But stay with me. But the woman came from the man. She didn't come from God. God created her. But he came from the man, right? But created by God. But she came from if the man. If God was not there but to create her, she would not have been born. But right? stay with me. But she came from the man, and the man came from God, right? Yeah. And so the man is over the woman, right? Well, okay. Look what God said, right? You know, uh, you know Jesus said, or, I mean, I think it was the Apostle Paul. I think it was Apostle Paul said that, you know, man is the head of the family. Of the right? wife. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus is the head of man, and, man, and, and a woman is, is, you know, her head is the man. The man is the head of a woman. Right. But here, here's the thing. Paul was preaching to Christians, born-again Christians, saved people. How can you say that a woman is supposed to obey Somebody that is, you know, that hates God, hates Jesus, hates everybody, and beats that woman up all the Come time. Back. Hey, stay with me. I'm just saying to you. I know, but stay okay, with me. I, I'm women are not obligated to obey demon-possessed, heavily demonized, and cursed men, and, and vice this. versa. Let me ask you this. So That's the, my opinion. You know? So the man is over the woman, right? I would not say over the woman because listen, but, but when you say, it that way. okay, we need at least another hour just to talk about this <laughs> because I, I have my concept I and know, I'm but, not going to answer in, in two minutes. Right. So stay with me though uh, because I got to end. So um, does the man suffer every time he listens to the woman? I don't think so. Did God say that because you listen to the woman, you suffer? Because you listen to the woman. Did God say that? Then he committed a sin. No, that's not the what I And the planet became cursed. Come back. Did God say because you listen, listen to Adam the woman. Listen, Adam was one man and you are another. I You're not Adam. But listen to me. God spoke to him in one way and he speaks listen to you to in me, another though. way. Listen to me. Did God say because you listen to the woman, you suffer? Well, because you, you listen Did to God the woman, you fell from the grace of God. That's what we understand. But did God say... But that doesn't mean if you listen to her, you're going to fall from the grace. That's not now. what I'm asking you. That's not what did I'm saying. Did God say because you listen to the woman, you suffer? You know this story, right? I'm asking you, did he say I it? I do it too. But did he say it for the audience? Is, did he the, say is it? this planet here cursed? No, Let me tell to the audience right now. Okay, if you are listening to this and you don't believe in God or you, you don't believe any of this, this is nonsense I know, to but you. come back Let to me. Let me tell you something. You're, you're walking on a cursed, you know, planet. Okay, give me a quick yes and or no. And there's a reason why this planet is cursed. is because of the disobedience to God. Carlos. Now, if you think you can fix the earth, Carlos. go ahead and do it. Carlos. Yeah, go ahead. Come back. What? No. 
because the, the man listened to the woman, does he, did God say he suffers when he listened to the woman? Yes or no? No. He didn't say that. He said that 6,000 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is this his rule still the yeah. same? Yeah. Listen. Is his what he the told same? Adam doesn't mean he's telling you to do it. He's telling him to do it. No, he changed the rule? Did he change his laws? Hmm? Did God change his laws? No, he did not change his laws. So it's still the laws. same today. Have you noticed every time you listen to the woman, you suffer? No, I don't think so. Do you listen to the woman? Why not? Do you listen to her? To a woman? Uh-huh. I mean, if she has something good to tell me, do why you, not? Do you listen to her? I don't listen to Nancy Pelosi, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't listen to Oprah, that's for sure. They don't know what they're talking about. But do you listen to the woman? I listen to women. Why not? If they have something good to tell you, hey, believe me, there's some godly women do out there. Do you still sin? Huh? Do it's not sin? a sin to listen no, to a godly counsel coming from a woman. Have you ever seen a godly woman? Huh? Have you ever met a godly woman? Oh, they're out there. Have you ever met one? I think so. That a two or you two. have met a godly woman. Godly woman. Where? Where? Uh, in America? In Brazil? <laughs> Why? Let me, let me ask you this, Carlo, because of time. Is Jesus God or the Son of God? Jesus said, I and the Father are one. Okay, listen to this. Listen to this, okay? I know there's a lot of debates going on on this one. Let me tell you something, okay? Carlo, when I pray to answer. God, I'm praying to Jesus. When so I follow Jesus, God, I'm following Jesus. For the That's record, me. For the record, is That's Jesus me. God or the Son of God? Jesus owns heaven. How about that? Is Jesus God or the Son of He's God? He's sitting on the throne of glory, majesty, power, dominion, salvation, redemption, anointing, forgiveness, and love. Jesus has power Is he okay, God or the to destroy this planet right now. Carlo. Jesus has power to throw Satan into you know, the lake of fire right now if he wants to. He has all the power. But is he God or the Son of God? Huh? Is he God or the Son of God? He has all the power in heaven. Senor, so Senor. He has all the power Senor, in heaven. Is he God or the Son of God? Okay, let me, let me say this. He is the Son of his Father, right? But if he has earned from his Father Carlo, the right I, to run the I house and you, to run the business, okay, then he is the boss. Would that make him God? Jesus is God. Would that make him okay, God? Okay, let me answer that really now, flat out, looking in your eyes. Jesus is God. Yes. Jesus is. is God. Yes. Uh, not the Son. Yes. Amazing. The Son so, and the God. He's, so I, he's both. <laughs> Carlos, I got to put you on the hot seat. I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible, all right? Okay. The hot seat. In one word, describe Camilla Harris. Well, she's a human being. Do you smoke pot? No. Um, does Lori Lightfoot, Lori Lightfoot, need exorcism? Oh yeah, heavily. Bad. <laughs> the marriage, Chicago. Should women be pastors? No. Uh, is the Pope, is Pope Francis, a man of God? Well, I don't know. I don't live with him. Should a woman perform exorcism on men? Why not? Do you love white people? Yeah. What is sin? I love black people too. <laughs> I come from Africa. I'm half black and half Portuguese. Amazing. Oh, what you yeah. saw and look like a Mexican. I am half 
Africa because my father comes from the, the Africans and my mother comes from the Portugal. Portu what is sin? Sin is disobedience to God. What is love? Love is obedience to God. What is a man? A man is uh, somebody that was created in the image and likeness of God, but he fell from the grace. Now he needs Jesus. <laughs> Did you have fun? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming, man. Did you bring beer? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you for coming, Carlos. Tell the folks how to get to your website, how they can find you. Just search for Brother Carlos. I go by Brother Carlos. Very easy, Brother Carlos. <laughs> You go to YouTube and type Brother Carlos, you find tons of my videos. You go to Google, type Brother Carlos, you're going to find some other stuff. All right. Okay. Well, happy White History Month. Huh? Happy White History Month. July is White History Month. We yeah, celebrate I, White History. I, I, I don't go by that. <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to hit the like, like button, ring the bell, follow, tweet, subscribe, share. Check out the Patreon page, and I appreciate you. Don't forget the merch. What the? Thank you all. Thank you, Carlos. You're welcome. Thank you. Right. Next time on The Fallen State. What is self-love? I help men to have more mindful masturbation practices. I will create audios for men to mindfully go into self-pleasuring themselves. Touch your masculine body before self-pleasuring. People are wanting that ceremonious, sacred intimacy. Do you take off your clothes? I, I would take them off right now if I could. I discovered Islam and I fell so in love with the faith. So I wore hijab for two years solid. Is it true to think of you as a Christian? Lower life is radical with a fro. So? Who cares? Do you need a coaching session? Is, is the earth flat? No. What is love? Me in this conversation. <laughs>